We're back at it. Homegrown Radio. Chuck Dizzle. DJ Head. That's right, man. Uh, this show is brought to you by... Hey, shout out to the homie Propaganda, man. Hey. Dope show we had uh, last week. Yeah. Um, if you guys haven't heard the show, make sure you go ahead and check for it, because he's actually doing a tour um, coming up at the Troubadour on the 19th. And I, I want to do something a little different this week. Um, he mentioned his wife. Mm-hmm. Right? His wife is from a particular country. City in a country. Which is... I'm not going to say it because I want the people to go back and listen to it, check out, subscribe, um, the YouTube, iTunes, all that. Wherever you at, iHeartRadio, Google Play, wherever you check out the podcast at, find it. Mm-hmm. And if you let us know what city and what country his wife is from, we're going to hook you up with some tickets to his show. Oh, that's dope. The 19th of September. It's going down at the Troubadour. And he says he has some special guests that's going to be there as well. So, shouts out to Propaganda. He gave, a, gave us a dope conversation. Make sure you check for that. If you check for that, you can go and grab some tickets, too, uh, to his show at the Troubadour. Uh, DJ Head, what's going on, bro? Hey, man, listen. I want to shout out to Propaganda because I think, and I'm, I'm going to keep it solid. Um, salute to Propaganda. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to talk to that nigga. Of course you didn't. You don't want, so the thing is, I didn't, you guys don't realize, Head doesn't want to talk to a lot of people. I didn't want to talk. I didn't want to talk to propaganda because I didn't really know. Like I didn't know he had, you know, something to offer mentally. But I'm really happy we talked to him. But to me, it's one of my favorite shows. Yeah, and that's that's why I like to go back. Like some people, I'll throw curveballs and be like, "Yeah, let's just throw them in." Right. Because I I know you'll go into it. Even myself, I wasn't too familiar with a lot of stuff he was doing. But we'll walk into the situation like. All right, we'll think it's going to go one way, and it goes completely a different way. And he he provided a lot of context, a lot of conversation. Uh, so check it out. Hey, and he's really intellectually inclined. Like yeah, I, I really fuck with smart people. Absolutely. So like the fact that the fact that he's really smart and like he's he's brilliant. Like I think that it provides another. A good, a good different, a different take on things as right. far as like music, hip hop, yeah. you know, whatever is going on in the world. So shout to propaganda. Yeah, and, and the major thing too, and I think we mentioned it too in the, in the show too. Um, it provides a balance in hip hop. Like we, we often we work in radio, so we know people hit us up all the time. Yo, why don't you play this artist? Why don't you play that artist? Yeah. Well, look, this is somebody you can support. And, you know, they have a lot that's going on in their music and not only in music and socially. I mean, he got his own podcast and everything. So check out the homie prop at prop hip hop um, on all social media platforms. Check out the past episode and uh, look forward to doing a lot more stuff with him. So shout out to the homie uh, propaganda, man. Um, dude, there's been a lot that's been going it's on. It's a lot of shit going on right now. A lot of shit going on. Um, first off. Oh, go ahead. No, no. Say it. Say it. Um, first off, I want to do the uh, do the pre-roll. Let's do the pre-roll. Well, I mean, that was going to be that. That's the, the troubadour. So that well, okay, there the, we go. There it is. So um, also, <laughs> this nigga heavy giving up all the secrets. All the, he did all the formats and the plays. Oh and yeah, shit. look, God damn just it. so y'all know, you know what I'm saying. We got a, a format to this shit. So we we play we, the A record. We got sponsors and shit. You know what I'm saying? Niggas is popping. So first of all, shout out to Tupac. Um, oh my god! Because this is the thing, right? Yesterday. Um, well, by the time y'all listen to this, it won't be yesterday, but, um, I, I actually did the, the two o'clock mix mm-hmm. at Real 92.3, um, for DJ AO. He was out sick and me and J9 got to rock on, on the airwaves yeah. and it was the 21st anniversary. Shout out to day one. Day one. If y'all don't follow day one, what's the <laughs> shit at D-A-E underscore O-N-E? He yeah. totally fucked that shit up because yeah, he put... <laughs> 
Shout out, uh, he put some about he put some you know Instagram model quote yeah and then he put uh you know paying respects to Tupac twenty five years since his death twenty five it's like where he get the extra four years from I was like what are we in twenty twenty one so shout out to day future? one he don't know what the fuck he talking about I think where he made the mistake I think he was thinking of pot I think I, I kind of because I was thinking to myself like dude how did he get that. I think he was thinking Pac died when he was 25. That's the only thing that makes sense. Hey, listen, I don't know what he... I don't know. My thing is, I mean, this is one time where I didn't fuck it up. Yeah. So, shout out to day one. He fucked that up. Day one, you dropped the ball on that, bro. Ha-ha. Yeah. So, anyway, 21 years since uh, for you know since Pac's Wait, death. Where were you at when they announced his death? I don't remember where you I was at. Oh, my God. I, can I think play by I think, play. I think when I, when I found out Tupac was dead, I, I got the news from my cousin. Uh-huh. My cousin, Michelet, because she was such a Tupac fan. Uh-huh. She was literally crying, and I'm trying to figure out, like, like what, yo, what the fuck is going what on? What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. And she's like, well, Pac, Tupac got shot, and he's not going to make it. And I'm like, is he, like, related to us? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, is he? Yeah. You know, I'm a sociopath. Right. I don't I don't make an emotional right. connection immediately, so I don't really know what the fuck is going like, on. Is that our cousin or what? I was like, are we related to this nigga? Like, what's going on? And she's like, no, Tupac is dead. Like, oh, my gosh. So she's crying. My auntie Tam, rest in peace, is crying. Damn. So um, serious. They crying. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, why are y'all crying? Right. Like, we don't know this fool yeah. like that. But then, because I, I honestly. So when I, they told you he had already died or did he just get he, shot? I think he had just got shot okay. and then progressively. It just got worse. It got worse or whatever. So I didn't really make the connection because I don't know. Like, I'm like, you know, me, I'm not really in tune with my emotions. You're a robot. Yeah. So when they they were doing going through the motions, oh, my God, Tupac got killed or whatever. It's like, bro, like, all right, cool. And I didn't really tap into Tupac like that until later on. Like like most people did. Be be honest. A lot of people... you had hip hop fans, you had people that were fans of music, and then you had fanatics. A lot of the fanatics were born, and I'll put myself included in that. I was a Pac fan, but I wasn't really a fanatic until that time when he got shot in the after his death. Yeah, you know like, the, I mean, most people don't keep it real about Tupac. Yeah, no, that's straight up. Especially in hip hop. Absolutely. Especially on the West Coast. A lot of people didn't. Nobody's going to be like, oh, well, he really from New York. Bro, right. didn't you just see the fucking movie? Yeah. Well, no, he's from Maryland, or no, he's nah, from the Bay. Nah. It's like, no, he's from New York. Yeah. His moms and them set up shop in New York. Exactly. He was named after a nigga from New York. Right. So anyway, long story short, Tupac got killed. 21 years. We paid homage for him to him on the radio. And um, I wanted to post a picture, but the picture was of me and uh, Meech D-Ship. Oh, yeah, the, the, uh, Dimitri Ship Jr., the one who, played, the one who played Tupac. So I was like, me. you know, I'm going to leave that alone. Yeah, this has been a little too soon. Don't, yeah, yeah, don't do but that. it's all good. I remember play by fucking play. First of all, I, I remember my sister telling me he got shot. I was in my room. I don't know what I was doing. I was playing and doing some bullshit. Mm-hmm. And she came and she's like, oh, my God, Tupac got shot. And I, re- I remember him getting a shot before, but not really, you know, paying too much attention to it. But I remember uh, Me Against the World, that album coming out. So I was I, I remember him being in jail. I remember all like my sister used to watch videos. So I was kind of in tune with who he was and kind of everything that was going on. Yeah. And then when she told me he got shot, I was like, again? Like, yeah. oh, he'll be cool. Like, he's, he's Superman. Like, I just figured that Pac yeah. would pull through and it was going to be no problem progressively it got worse and i and i said it on on my uh twitter i was like i went to a private school right so oh, yeah, in private school now nah, eh, whatever i mean i was privileged i ain't gonna lie <laughs> shout out to moms you know saying moms make sure that that middle that uh you know that middle hey, you middle. worse than white people that be trying to help nah don't see don't don't try to make that connection no because i'm just no. saying like you know you was privileged growing up so then you want to go back and give to the poor folk shut up nigga <laughs> 
I'm gonna start a radio station called Home. <laughs> I'm gonna get back to I'm these all these all, all these peoples, all these unprivileged niggas. Now, so anyway, <laughs> nigga, before we get rolling all the way out to the side, um, so I remember he got shot, and I'm like, okay, damn, that's crazy. Like he'll be he'll pull through. So me going to private school, they do something where. It, most people that go to private school, you go to a Christian school specifically, they have prayer in the morning. Yeah. So every morning. Hey, did going, y'all pledge allegiance in, in Christian? We did. We did. We did, okay. a, we did a pledge of allegiance and we did, which is even crazy. Well, this is in elementary. Elementary, we did a pledge of allegiance to the Christian flag. What the fuck on, is a Christian yeah, flag? Exactly. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll go into that. That's a whole different episode. That's a whole different episode. Bottom line, I was putting prayer requests up for Tupac. And every day that I did it, because I think he got shot on a Friday, so that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, like every day I'm like, yo, prayers up for Tupac. Prayers up for Tupac. All the kids in the class are laughing at him. I'm in eighth grade. They're like, shut the fuck up. They're like, this nigga right here praying for a rapper. Everybody's laughing, 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 laughing. And I remember the the day it happened, you know, we my my best friend's mom, we were driving home. And I remember we were driving up Carson uh Carson Street, making a left on Perry, going to fucking two thirteenth. If you live in Carson, you know exactly where I'm at. And on that street, we're listening to ninety two point three the beat. And me not being in radio, yeah. I still knew that this opening break, whatever they were about to do, was different than any other fucking radio break. Why? They just it was just silence. Mm-hmm. And and I think we all, I, I swore, I could have sworn it was Theo, but I think it was PJ Butter now because he announced that he was the one that announced it. But he got on air and it sounded like he was talking to somebody on the phone. He was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's on air. On air. Like, it, like imagine you picking up the phone for Big Boy's Neighborhood and that going up on the live feed. Uh. Right. So the, the phone call, because a lot of people don't know. Anyway, that's a whole different thing. Um the the person he's talking to sounds like they're from a, a media outlet or whatever, but he's like, man, just forget it, whatever. Ah, ladies and gentlemen, at four three p.m., Tupac Shakur passed away in Las Vegas, and it got silent. And my boy, who was asleep in the car, woke up and was like, "What?" And it was just, it, it was one of those moments where you'll never forget where you at, never forget where you were. Like mm. he was our Malcolm, he was our Martin, he was our JFK. Like that's one of those in moments a short period of time. in a short period of fucking time. So. Rest in peace, Tupac. 21 fucking years, man. A lot of people got that news from 92.3 The Beat or, you know, a lot of people know exactly where they were when that happened. So rest in peace, Pac. 21 fucking years. I can't believe it. Um, And I I think I posted something on the Real 92.3 blog of the impact that he had because imagine like when I talk to when I talk to kids now. I always measure it based off of before Pac and after Pac. Right, right, right. right. 96. You know what I'm saying? What year were you born? A lot of kids nowadays were born after Pac was fucking was dead. Was dead already, yeah. So I posted someone on a blog where these teens are reacting to Tupac's music, either listening to it for the first time or maybe have known Pac, but they're just literally listening to his music and you can just see how the music resonates with them. So that just goes to show the type of artist, type of human being he was. So again, rest in peace, Pac, man. 21 years, I can't believe that. Yeah, also, um, what's interesting about uh, just real quick, it was interesting about the Tupac thing is when I talk to certain people who was around, like Big Boy, or I talk yeah. to like everybody would say the same thing. Like it was just a genuine, like it, there was two sides. Mm-hmm. There was the Pac you saw in the media spitting and cussing and right. fighting and all that. Then there was another one who was just like, man, I just want my, I want better for my people. Yeah, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. So um, I think whatever Pac meant to you or to people who whatever i think that it's strong i think it's dope what do you think 
Or how do you think his legacy would have changed had he lived another? I don't think it would be the same. Four years, two or four years. I think him dying, which it sounds, it sounds very crazy, mm-hmm. and I, yeah, I can't let him say that. Him dying almost cemented his legacy. Yeah, it made him a martyr. Like seriously, exactly. So and- I think like I don't think it would be the same if he didn't die mm-hmm. how he did when he did. I think it, the tragedy in it, like if he would have died of like how easy he died, right? That's why Easy's. Easy's impact isn't as strong as Pac's mm. because when you do gangster rap and you die violently, live by the gun, die by the gun. You die violently. I think that it's a different, it's a different nuance to it. Like I think it's a different po- poetry to it. Like I think that most people like relate the streets and relate violence to gangster rap. Right. So when you die violently, Pac, Biggie, mm-hmm. you know, it's different than a big pun or it's different than. Uh, um, you know, uh, what I just say? Easy, easy. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't necessarily die violently; they died tragically, but it wasn't violent. Yeah. So I think that it's a little different. That's an interesting point because I, you, you're right. I think like when you die, uh, what's the name? Jam Master J. Jam Master J. Yeah. When you die violently in hip hop, I think that automatically makes you a different type of it, you. Uh, your martyr, you, you automatically stand out. Mm. Which is I don't I sounds fucking crazy, yeah. but it's the truth. And in, in my pers- from my perspective, yeah. If you think about it, that's wild. Like I, I I've never I've thought about that, but I've never really thought about it on the. I've only thought about it on the surface level because you're right. If you think about about what what Easy has done for for hip hop for hip hop for hip hop right, like the extension of what Easy like. That that branch from Easy, from Ruthless, from Ruthless Records, it's a lot of shit. I mean, from east to west, all Midwest, yeah. everything. Yeah. But the 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 way in which he died kind of almost like cut him short. Like, mm, yeah. If, if he if you're right, if he would have got shot, if he would if Easy would have got murdered, like say the whole shit, like say the whole shit with with Suge and, and Easy was true, mm-hmm. and to get Dre out of out of the contract with Easy, Suge gunned Easy down. Yeah, it would have been some shit. Easy would be, oh my God, he would. Yeah. He, he, I mean, Easy, Easy is a legend. Yeah, no, absolutely. he's a legend, and he's already like, oh my God, he's a he's that. But it's not like Pac. Yeah, it would have been. It's not like Biggie. It would have been cinematic for sure. People always say Pac, Biggie, you know, blah 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 blah. That's crazy because and they say rest in peace to Pac and Big. Mm-hmm. Nobody, I mean, Easy's always like a third or fourth or fifth. Unfortunately, when but it do comes, you, do you think that's be, no? Because he died two years earlier. I was gonna say, do you think because it was a generational no. gap, that was two years? It was only Actually, two years. A, no year, a year. No, no Easy no, no. died in ninety one. I think. No, no, no. He died in 94, 94 I believe. Ninety four, ninety five. Well, that's why we got Google. yeah. Google, Google that shit. I think it was ninety four for sure. Ninety five, ninety five. Anyway, the point is, it wasn't that long of a time between Pac and Ease. But that's what I'm saying. When people die, it's crazy. I never violently in hip hop, you automatically go to the next level in, in 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 legend status. And even Big said that shit. You know, nobody till somebody kills you. That's crazy. It's crazy. Like when you think about it. Oh my god, that's that's a weird. That's... I mean, I, I'm only putting it in perspective from people that I know or that I I've been influenced by personally. Jam Master J. Uh, uh, Tupac and Biggie. I, I, and I, I fuck with them. Jam Master J obviously was a DJ. Mm-hmm. So, but then you take the other half. You got Big Pun. You got uh, Easy E, and you got um, even um uh, um uh, 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 Mob Deep. Uh, uh, Prodigy. Prodigy. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Prodigy is a legend, mm-hmm. but it was now. Imagine he got gunned down. I mean, I know it sounds crazy yeah, talking about this about dead people, yeah, that, people that passed on. But imagine if Prodigy got murdered 
people would be like, oh, my God, prodigy this. Prod- it would be different. He did get that impact you, initially. Okay, so, okay, let me ask you this. Do you think it's because of the impact that, let's okay, if, if, if prodigy got murdered today, right, unfortunately, if some shit like that happened today, yeah. if it had happened in that way, do you think that it, he would have automatically been transcended to that point? Because automatically, I, I I beg to differ. Because he's already established himself as an MC. He wasn't in the thick of no that he wasn't at the prime of his life exactly or no his career. Excuse I me, mean, his, his career. Cr- his career. He wasn't at the prime of his career. So do you think like that that would that has something to do with it as well? It, yeah, you definitely have to be at the at the pinnacle of your career. So like, so it's not the it's not. But then also the we'll see that I don't know. See, he was well. I guess because even classify, look at, even, do, you, do you, you classify Mob Deep as gangster rap? Yes, just on a different level. Okay. So, so. Because they were doing it from a different perspective, from the East Coast. Right, right. That's it didn't true. resonate with me. Like, that's I didn't, true. I didn't that's know, true. like, the boroughs and all that shit. That's but true. you ask somebody out there, hell yeah, that's gangster rap. Like, in the, like when Marshall Mathers LP dropped mm-hmm. and Eminem got killed, mm-hmm. like, gunned down in the streets. Right. Like, how, like, what, like, what happened to proof? Right. But see, there goes proof was another one. But proof wasn't in the, in the pinnacle of his career of, na- da- of mainstream da- success. Da- I'm talking about mainstream success. I'm not talking about being an underground legend. I'm not talking. I'm talking about. I'm talking about like Eminem went diamond. Got you. I'm talking about you know Pac and Biggie. They Pac went diamond. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Like so. Then is is that that then that brings it to a different level as far as being mainstream. Also, that's true. Because Big L, Big L, but got murdered. And he's solidified as a legend underground and even people respect him. But he never got he he was almost at that point where he was about to blow up. That's true. And I think that helped him. That, that's what I'm saying. It helped. So I'm saying where, I don't know. There's there's a lot of different factors. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, don't want to go yeah, down that yeah. we, we, yeah. We're going into a different little rabbit hole, man. Hey, let us know what you think about that shit, though, man. Give us your comments and all that, man. At Homegrown Radio um, on everything. Social media. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. All that. All that yeah. shit. Um, did you hear about the story with uh, Kanika Jenkins? I, I heard about it. Honestly, I didn't research it. That shit it. is fucking sad. I know. Okay, so if you could break it down to me real quick. A girl got killed. Well, allegedly, um, I don't even want to spend time on this shit because that that shit is fucking depressing. I'm not gonna even lie. Basically, a girl um, in Chicago in Chicago got found in a freezer. Yeah. Um, but they're looking at her homegirls, the one that set her up. The homegirls was on Facebook because I I watched the I tried to watch the video. I didn't see. I didn't hear exactly. what the fuck they was talking about. Everybody was saying that you you can hear her saying "Help me." I never. I didn't hear the shit. I didn't put two and two together. It looked like some suspect shit, but I just don't know where. I didn't hear it. Yeah. And, but, and my, I mean, I've been DJing but here, for here's, years. My here, ears are bad. Man, here's where know. it does sound fucked up. The police said they found her in a fucking freezer. I know. So they were trying to obviously cover their tracks. But then, so if you go back to that to the to the basketball player, Jason Williams, mm-hmm. he did the same thing. He killed his driver accidentally, and he tried to cover it up. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, you never know what you would do in the situation, given the situation. So I don't, I don't necessarily want to speak on that because I don't know the full details of like they still, yeah. they're literally they're still investigating, investigating this yeah. shit. All the details are still coming out. So I don't really know what the details are going to develop within the next couple of weeks for sure. But all I know is it did look suspect. I just didn't hear, and, and not to say that they, you know, they shouldn't be implicated or anything like that. It's just a sad fucking case. But like, here's the thing, though. That's like me telling you, hey, come to come to the crib or let come come over here. Let go with me to this event. Mm-hmm. And we get to a hotel and it's like, oh, well, just fuck it. Let's just hang out in the room for a second. Mm-hmm. And then some shit happened to you. I didn't necessarily co-sign what happened to you. Right. But I'm still liable because what I invited you, 
I don't know. See, that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't want to get into that because yeah, because the thing is, you don't know the re- my thing is, I don't know the reaction of the people that were supposedly setting him up, and, and I don't know why they were there in the first yeah. place. All we know is from she said to her mom, or I heard the mom speak out. The mom said that. They were going to a kickback or something like that. And I think she even worked at the hotel, and they they were going to go hang out. That's all, and that's the full. Ex- I don't know. I don't yeah. have all the details. We'll have details for this shit later on. I don't know, man. That's that's wild. Um, shouts out to Kobe though, retiring both jerseys, bro. Yeah, eight and twenty four. Did they do that with Michael too? Mike Mike they only retired. Hell no, Michael Jordan left that forty five alone. <laughs> well, he didn't. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, better not fucking Hell try to retire nah. that forty-five jersey. And, hey, but uh, put it like this: Who's gonna wear? See if anybody's wear that jersey. Has anybody wear the jersey after which the one? Forty-five. Ain't nobody. Hell no. In Washington? It, no, I'm talking about uh, the uh, in, in Chicago. He came. Oh, oh he came back as forty-five. Yeah, yeah. He was number twenty-three at uh, for the Wizards too. No, he was twenty-three for the Wizards, I believe. No, he wasn't. No. Anyway, well, I'm talking about him in Chicago because Kobe did his all of his time in fucking Lake at the Lakers. So yeah, it's only right that they retire both jerseys. You got some people upset about it, some people mad at it, but hey, fuck that. You, he's solidified his legacy with both numbers. Uh, now, if you had to choose, if they said Nah, Kobe, you can only have one. Damn, did you know that my did you know that Miami uh, retired the number twenty three jersey? Miami who for who the Heat for who. It says Miami Heat retired the number twenty three jersey on April eleventh, two thousand three. Even though Jordan never played for them. Wow! But didn't LeBron wear twenty three? No, Le- LeBron. Wait a minute, did he wear twenty three? LeBron wore twenty. Bro, this shit is confusing. Yeah, that's too much. <laughs> this Hold shit. on, let's stick with Kobe. Let's, let's stick with this. Hold on, because I, I definitely want to talk about that. That's just crazy. Wait, wait, wait. Because LeBron bring his ass out here, that, like everybody's saying. Keep that tab up. Keep okay. that tab up. All right. If Kobe. Had to choose because they're doing both jerseys. If Kobe had to choose, uh, uh, number oh no, LeBron wore six. There you go. God damn it. Okay, I'm sure. Yes, thank you for clarifying that. Because like, no, LeBron wore uh in wore Cleveland. Th- all right, bro. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. You throwing me the fuck off? <laughs> no, his numbers all growing up was twenty three. LeBron. Yeah, okay. LeBron. Yeah, yeah. Except yeah, for the Heat. Yeah, yeah. Nigga. So Kobe, <laughs> number eight. Or number 24, if you had to pick. Pick a Kobe? Pick a Kobe. If they had to retire one. They, he went for 81 points in, in, in the 24, 24 jersey. 24 jersey. Shit. Yeah. But the three-peat was in the number eight jersey. Exactly. Shit. It's, it's more. Well, no, he got five rings, right? He got five rings. Three with the eight. Three was the number eight. Two were with Gasol in them. Mm-hmm. I'm he, scored, pick. he scored more, more points and got the 81 with the 24 but he started his career. Got I'm gonna go with rings. the number eight, eight Kobe. Number eight Kobe. But that's because I'm a. It's an era, though. It's an energy. It's yeah. not just Kobe. So I don't know how to. If I don't know enough, I don't. Not that I don't. I know enough, but I, not that <laughs> they probably in the same situation. Like you know, what? fuck it, both of them. Yeah, fuck it. He's gonna get his nigga both jerseys. Right. Has uh, any other player shit. in history done if that? If I had to pick a Kobe, would I pick number eight or number twenty four? Pick a Kobe, number eight. I would have to go with number eight. I'm going with 24. Just be, Why 24? Because he did that shit without Shaq. Nigga, that was a point to be proven, dog. I agree with you. And he brought he brought the shit back from they was yeah, fucking up. Dead. They was dead. And if anybody has anything to say about his legacy at that point, because a lot of people say, oh, he was with Shaq. He had, he had a great team around him. He had, you know, Phil Jackson, yeah, all that true. shit. Yeah, that's true. He said, you know what? Fuck it. Get rid of all these Okay, niggas. so yeah, I, I, okay, based on that yeah. point, I would I would the go facts. number 
The fa- yeah, yeah, yeah. Based on the facts. Based on the facts, I would go number 24. But, but. I'm with you, though, because I'm like. The, inter- the, the vibe energy, of, right, right. of what L.A. was when, he, when, at, when Kobe was number eight. Yeah. Just that vibe alone. Because he was a younger player, too. Yeah. But that, yeah, that, that and that's the, the Black Mamba. Was birth at number tw- at the twenty four. Yeah, no, I, I would say twenty four is probably the better Kobe because he had more tenacity. Like he had a point to prove. He had to, you know, he had to make make a point. He had to have a point. Yeah, uh, make his point. But I don't know. It, it's more like when you hear music. Like when I hear when I hear songs like that was my shit at a certain time. They hold it, a certain weight. They hold they hold more weight even than better songs now. Yeah, very true. So. It just it's just different. Like when you hear pop California Love for yeah. me is one of my songs. Right. When I hear that song, it's automatically better and amplified than other songs that are better songs. Right. Because you remember it. Because exactly I remember an energy. On, it was yeah. a time. It was a feeling. So it's like that nigga got two videos for that shit. Oh shit. That like, shit was just yeah, like amazing like, to me. Um, but back to your point. Did, first of all, has any other player retired both jerseys? I don't know. Because with, with Jordan... Jordan, no. What's Jordan, because he, he went back. He had the 45, then he went back to the 23 before he left. Yeah. Before he retired. Yeah. Then he came to the Wizards, and I believe he had 23. No, nah, he had the 45. 45 and, Wizards? Yeah. Shit. Jordan, Jordan, Jordan shit is a little different. I wouldn't even... I wouldn't even count that, because nobody counts his 45 days. Mm. It's kind of a wash. It's kind of like one of those things you want to forget. Like, when you knock an ugly chick down. <laughs> like, I, I, I had That's sex with this girl. And, yeah, did she... What is, what is they called her SpongeBob? Oh, come on, she man. she had on this dirty ass gray SpongeBob T-shirt and some fucked up braids or something, and so you know. Anyway, yeah, that's one of them things you choose to try to forget. Have you that shit ain't hip hop? Have you seen her? Uh, have you seen her recently? No. Has she ever caught you? No. How do you? How does that not happen? Because she wasn't from out here. She was from like. Oh, okay. She was from. Hey, wait, hold on, hold on. What? Jordan did wear twenty three for the Wizards. He did? Yep. Yeah. Fucking up, bro. Yeah, well, nobody counts that. Listen, Jordan right. Jordan retired three times, dog. You're right. So he need to just fuck that. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> so, let, okay. Actually, about- Jordan retired four times from gambling. That was a cheap shot. All right, cheap joke. Cheap joke. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, go that was your forty-five right there. <laughs> I know. Let's let's drink that one from the record. Let's take that off. Now let's edit that out the podcast. Shaq is Shaq is being retired as a Laker, right? Yes. Well, yes. Should he be? What you mean? Cause he went through a gang of teams after. Well, see, the thing is, I don't like this. I don't like this. This this new shit where. I don't like that shit where you like um somebody got a one day contract. Who got a one day contract uh, recently? recently? Oh God! Um, and retire with that team. Oh, was it? Wasn't with the Clippers? Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Somebody just got a one day contract and retired recently. I don't remember who the fuck it is. It don't matter. Um, oh, you talking? Uh, was it in basketball? I think it was in the NFL. You think it was in the NFL? To retire as whatever. Now, to- actually, no. It happened to Paul Pierce too. Paul Pierce came back. He he. They did some some something tricky with his paperwork, where. Oh, it's Eric Dickerson. He yeah. signed a one day contract to uh, the Char or the Rams. My bad. Anyway, 
What were you going to say? I just don't like this whole shit where, like, oh, let me go back and li- relive my glory days over here and and do this. I, I don't, it's just, I don't know. I, and everybody can't be a career franchise player, mm. like like a Tim Duncan or like a Kobe Bryant or like a, it just, I don't like this new shit where it's like, oh, I'm going to just go over here real quick. Oh, and then I'm going to go over here real quick. And it's like. I, I, I get it, and I, I don't want people to be to be pigeonholed to one to one team. But at the same time, it's like, but if if the organization doesn't have your best interest in mind, then you got to get not? the fuck up out you of it. You got to get the fuck up out of it. That's yeah. why I'm not I'm not on one end when I say Paul Pierce retired as a Celtic. Yeah, but he he was he, what was he at before? Paul Pierce. Yeah, he played for a few a couple teams. Oh, right? That's what. Okay, so he wasn't there this whole time. So but I, I just don't. I just my thing is like I don't like this whole thing where it's like let me go back over here real quick and try to do this. And it's more like if you're gonna retire, then retire. Mm. It's and, and 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 you can have you don't retire as this because you weren't that. Just retire the fucking jersey. Does that make sense? Or is it that, does, but it it depends on where you're at. Let's just say let's use let's use. Uh, well, we can't use Paul Pierce, but whatever. Um, because did, did Paul Pierce have the same? He was he was with uh, Brooklyn, right? I think that he was with Brooklyn. Did he have the same number over at Brooklyn? But you, but but I hear what you're saying. But if his jersey is being retired, that number might be with a, if it's with a different team, it might fuck up the whole shit. No, I get that, but I'm just saying, just retire the. If you're gonna retire as something, they naturally retire your jersey. Mm, so so don't retire number. as a Laker or retire as a as a Celtic. Just retire the jersey and have your ceremony. Yeah, but what number is it gonna be? That number that you played with on what team? On that on the team that oh you say it's got to be somewhere where they gonna have organ where they gonna have a ceremony yet? No, I'm saying you could ret- like say for instance I played for the Lakers okay and then I go to the Celtics okay which is crazy it won't happen but okay. it won't happen but if I'm playing for the Lakers and then I will get three chips mm-hmm. and then I leave the Lakers and I go play for the Celtics I'm retiring mm-hmm. I don't have to come back and join the team for you to retire my jersey when I played. I see what you're saying, but just make, retire the jersey. I got you as a Laker, as a Laker. But don't say, "Oh, he's retiring as a as a Celtic." Nigga, no, you're not. You but got a one day contract. I think legally, you ha- they have to do that. Oh, legally, right they now, have to do that. like if if he leaves, then that number's up for grabs. Like even for a while, nigga. Um, shit, I'm trying to think. Um, Nick Van Exel when he left the Lakers. Yeah, and even even. Doug motherfucking Christie. He uh, was with the Lakers, that's, right? That's, he he was with the Lakers. And the only reason why I know is I got his autograph when I was in third grade. That's some old Doug Christie. Doug Christie was number eight with the Lakers. So was Eddie Jones. No, Eddie Jones was number six. Who was number eight? Number Kobe. eight was fucking Kobe, Kobe. Obviously, Kobe was number eight when he came in. But right before that, it was Doug Christie. Well, fuck that because it's too many numbers. It All is. This is too many. It ain't enough numbers for the NBA. Gonna go on for a hundred years. We gonna run through these numbers. <laughs> so everybody shut the fuck go, up. You gonna run out of these shits eventually. You know what I'm saying? I, I yeah. I, that's 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 funny because I don't even speak sports. Sports ain't my shit. But I just thought that was crazy because you know Kobe's getting a chance. I, I just don't see them doing that for anybody else. I think that was just one of those things. Be able to retire both jerseys. I don't see that shit happening for a long time to come. Man. Yeah, that shit is crazy. Um. Did you get a chance to? I didn't even get a chance to see the um, the uh, the hand to hand telethon shit, right? I didn't see the hand to hand telethon, but I did. Uh, that was all across social. I saw Kelly Rowland when she came in the state in the station. What's she talking about? Hey, Kelly Rowland still look good, low key. Hey, let, let me tell you something. Now this is this is gonna be some real hip hop shit. Kelly Rowland can still get it, okay? Ashanti, no, Ashanti's number one. Okay, Ashanti can get it. Kelly Rowland can get it. 
and Sierra can get it. All three of them right now, today. It's a go. It's a green light (laughs) right now. They can run. They can walk in here right now, and we running it. Looking hurt and damaged or whatever. Whatever. Trying to think who else is on that list. What's her name? Just cut her hair. What do you think about that? Who? Um, because a lot of people put put her on that list. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, fuck. They put who in that list? I mean, uh, some people put her. Is she R and B chick? No, she's not. She's a movie star. Uh, so not Lathan. So not Lathan cut her hair off. Well, she got a, like a, like me. She got she like you, bro. No, she not on everything I love. Like me, she's like she's Get a Staldi. The fuck out of here, Staldi. And she got what's crazy is that she don't look bad. Man, you tripping. She I'm don't look I bad. If I this shit up, this going to fuck my whole scenario. She don't up. look bad, bro. She up. don't look bad. You tripping. And I don't I don't get caught. I really don't get caught Damn, up. Damn, I it. typed in Sonalathan. It, it popped up Sonalathan bald. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Telling you, she don't look bad, bro. It ain't as bad as I that, thought. Exactly. Wait, let me get, hold on. Let me get a different picture. Yeah, man. I don't. Yeah, nah. No, fucking with it. I ain't fucking with it, dog. <laughs> Nah, you ain't she fucking got with the a, ball. She got like me. Yeah, her shit is just like your shit. No, 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 no. no. Oh, somebody said Halle Berry. I still fuck with Halle Berry, right? Did she now. got her hair too. No, but Halle Berry she old and she, but she still what? Listen, yeah, Halle or 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 Taraji. Nah, I ain't you ain't fucking with Taraji. Why you always get deep? I ain't fucking with Taraji. I ain't fucking with the other. Can't do it, Taraji. But so not Lathan bald. Um, I ain't really. I don't know. I can't do it, dog. You know, because you know the women. You know what she head. looked like. She low key looked like uh, and was and was fucked. I, up. She looked like Zordon from the Power Rangers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Danger Rangers. Uh, Rangers. <laughs> wow. She like Zordon. Hey, I just. I what's can't crazy fuck is that I don't right get caught. Now. I don't, especially with with, with, with women like. <laughs> I don't get caught up with the whole bald, long hair shit because I think there's there's obviously certain women that, that can pull it off that's attractive with the bald shit. Yeah. You know, Amber Rose can do that. You know what's funny? I don't like Amber Rose with hair. I've seen her with fucking... With I, haven't, I don't remember seeing Amber Rose with hair. I don't fuck with Amber Rose with hair. She's one of those chicks where you gotta have a bald. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, that's because you probably just used to... Hold on, let me... I got another picture of Sanaa right here. Hold on, let me see. Probably so. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, no. No? You no, ain't fucking with no, it? No, 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 no. No, yeah, no, no. At least she don't look like Zordon in that picture, though. She kind of she looked different, but I don't I don't understand. <laughs> what don't you for what? Wait, Did what? she donate her hair? What's going on? Is there some kind of read the backstory? I don't know. Some kind of drive. I going just on? saw her. Just you know, I just saw her. Oh, it's for a movie role. Oh, there you go. Okay, okay, all right. But it's not donating. Okay. For for a movie. No, nah, it's on for a movie role. Hold on, I'm gonna get her. I'm so get, she gets a pass. Yeah, she get a pass. Make she that get money. her paper. Yeah, she get a pass. Hold on, let me see what this is. Yeah, so now Lathan shaves her hair for a movie role. All right, cool. Fuck it. You fuck with it? Yeah. You still don't fuck with the look. No, you just fuck with the principle. Principle is a cool. Got it, man. Um, did you did you hear? I don't know. If, you don't really follow like the uh, political shit, huh? A little bit. Like you you heard about Jamil Hill? Yeah, I heard about it briefly, but I didn't look into it. What I want to know is, okay, if you guys don't know, she works for ESPN. She basically tweeted out that you know. Um, I don't have the exact tweet, but basically just some controversial shit about Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. She works for a platform, yeah. ESPN, yeah. right? Which makes sense. Corporate structure yeah. is what it is. But she's doing something on her personal platform. Yeah. You already know where I'm going with this. Yep. Because we deal with it. Is is she in the wrong? No. Why? Because, see, the thing is, that's where it should get tricky because we work for big corporate entities, right? Mm-hmm. And so, Jamel, actually, what I like about um, what I like about uh, Jamel Hill and um, 
What's that? I forgot. I'm drawing a blank. Our co-host? Yeah. Forgot his name. Okay. Show, but I know, you know you're What about. I like about them is Jamil Hill um, and, damn, I, I know his name. Um, what I like about them is they actually have, they use hip-hop, like, nomenclature on ESPN primetime. Like, they have. Hey, bro, come on. You, what, what, say that again? Nomenclature. What does that mean? <laughs> come on, dog. Like, I can put two and two together, but goddamn, like nomenclature. You don't. Well, you use that in your everyday language. I do on. use that word in everyday. Language. When's the last time you used the fucking word nomenclature? Nope. See, I can't even say the shit. Even like last week when you got me on philanthropist, <laughs> I said it right this time. I said philanthropist. You know what the fuck I was talking about? Um, I used the word nomenclature like last week. And what's in what regard? Nomenclature is like, uh, like you know, like, you know how you would say, "I'm gonna give it to you in plainest terms." Simple. You know how we'd be like, "Oh, that that hat is hip hop," or "Oh yeah, Chuck Dizzle, yeah, he's hip hop." Uh-huh. That's what nomenclature is. It's okay. just of something, and it's plain okay. as I can get it. So you're of whatever, of the whatever. Okay, it's vernacular. It's 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 speech, but it's also. I'm just imagine you just threw that shit out there like, let me go and pass the rock over here. What? See if you nomenclature. Okay. I, I, I hear you, bro. So anyway. Um, they use nomenclature. <laughs> <laughs> I told they you they use, use it. They use a lot of hip-hop infused rhetoric. Okay. Is that okay with you? Can hey, I say man, rhetoric? I'm just saying, I'm, I know some people that's probably like, listen, they're like, fuck, what? The fuck is nomenclature? Nomen- nom- whatever the fuck you just said. Yeah. So, right. okay. They use a lot of that. So they, I like the fact that they'll use um, hip-hop and, and, and analogies, there we go. references, See, stuff like that. that. There you go. So anyway, shut Not up. Better. So um, what I don't like, though, is how different entities, including the ones we work for, will take your brand or who you are or what you stand for or what you believe in. And they give you a platform because they know that you either one are going to have an audience mm-hmm. Two, you have a following three you're going to you're going to g- generate some sort of eyeballs mm-hmm. or 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 energy yeah. or whatever it is that they're looking for but then try to truncate or try to like they try to regulate what that. you're saying yeah but it's they like that's bring you in that's what you that's that, what got your attention that's what you want me for right you want me because i'm not you know here here here, here it is mm-hmm. but then you also don't want recommended by that as well. Exactly, and that's the it's thing. A fine line. And I always relate. And you know me. I relate everything back to women. Mm-hmm. So you can't fuck with ratchet women and be mad that they ratchet. Very true. That's a very good point. So like most of these, most dudes that I know, they'll talk to a chick and be like, "Oh man, look at her. Look at her." They'll look at her on Instagram and then be mad when she posts pictures on Instagram after you get her. It's like that's what you got her doing. Right. Right. So with me. People be like, "Oh, I like the fact that you're so honest." Until I say some shit you don't like, right. it's like, "Oh, why you, you know, why are you so rude or mean or whatever?" It's like, bro, that's what, I haven't changed. Right, right. Your perception of me has changed. So I think with the ESPN shit, they haven't changed at all. Mm-hmm. They've always been doing this, as far as I know, because I'm I've been familiar with them for a little about a year or so, okay. a little over a year, and um, what they do in my from my perspective is what they've always done, right. And what she's always done, but now it's a problem probably because, oh, maybe because the network is taking heat right. or maybe because the temperament in society is really fragile right mm. now. I'm not, I was just having this conversation this morning. I'm not with this new sensitive society shit. Mm. This shit is whack. Like, in terms of what? Just everybody being all in their feelings. You can't say shit. You can't do nothing. Like, you can't, you can't say, um, it's getting to the point now where I was talking to the homie this morning and I know his heart. 
He's a, he's a good dude, white yeah. dude. Yeah. You can't even damn near say black people no more without it sounding derogatory. <laughs> he's like, yeah, like. Oh, can I? It, man, I don't give a fuck about none right, of that right, shit. Right, right, Just, but see, you got to understand where the fine line is. I think you're absolutely right. But in not only the society, but in a in a situation where now people are looking for the come up, ESPN can be out of a lot of money. Or let's say, dude down the hallway, if somebody else hears them, you might not be sensitive to it, but somebody else hears it, they can go to HR, mm-hmm. cut a check. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like, you know what? Fuck it. So just everybody fucking up, then we just going it's right now we everybody walking on eggshells. Yeah, but that's that's the problem. It is. You, I, I'm not saying it's That's wrong. why let me tell you this. I mean, I'm I, not saying it's right. That's let me tell you this part, right? So I was talking about this this morning and I literally think that the the correlation of how sensitive society is mm-hmm. and all of these tragic things that are happening with people mm-hmm. are directly related. Because we are not prepared for disappointment. We're not prepared for rejection. We're not prepared for. So, like, the first time you ever, like, say you're a, say you're a, I don't know, say you're a 19-year-old white kid from Kansas, Mm -hmm. right? You're a white, you're a 19-year-old white kid from Kansas. And the first time you ever experience rejection is from somebody that made fun of you or is from some, um, some girlfriend that dumped you because she didn't want to be with you. You don't know what to do or how to handle that shit. So you go in on a shooting spree or you go mm-hmm. and you kill people. Mm-hmm. I think that shit is directly related because we coddle too much. Right. It's too much like, oh, be nice. And, and no, like you need to learn how to deal with disappointment. You need to learn how to deal with with adversity because that's the only thing that's the only thing that's waiting for you out here in this world is adversity. Very true. Let me be the first person to tell you exactly. that. No, absolutely. Right. So, so you better get that shit. While you you got to get it in. Yeah. So you should know at two years old, no, don't touch that. Yet, no, don't do that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Or that ain't for you. Right. Or no, you can't have this job. Or no, you can't be an intern. Or you know, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, you right. need to experience these disappointing things in life, so that way later on, when you have the capability of toting a firearm or driving a car into a crowd of people, you don't react that way. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that makes sense. That's what I'm saying. So like all these big platforms that. All of these big platforms, how how they try to like pull you in for what you have and then reject you for what you have, mm-hmm. is stupid to me. That's dumb. It's, it's it's ridiculous. Do you think she should apologize? No. Well, it depends. I don't know the full extent of what she did and how it affected people. But I I don't believe that. I don't believe apologizing because you're in you're you're in trouble. That's that's my thing right there. I don't I, believe in I, that. That's stupid. I, I can't stand. I don't like when people do that. Now she did issue a statement. She put. Uh, my comments on Twitter express my personal beliefs. My regret is my comments in the public way I made them painted ESPN in an unfair light. My respect for the company and my colleagues remains unconditional. I think that's the best way you can possibly put it because she didn't own up to like she's not saying what I said. I don't believe. Exactly. I fuck with that. So, But, but, but that's what I'm saying. What's the point in that then? Because people are on her back. No, what I'm saying is. What's the point of her putting that out? What's the point? If I say I apologize, not for what I said, but I I apologize for how all y'all feel about it. Just to address it. But that's dumb. Why is that dumb? I'm not saying on her part. I'm saying that's dumb that society makes you do that because it's not an apology. No, but put it like this. You're right. But it's just like the elephant in the room. Like if we know like some shit went down, like for whatever reason, let's just say you come up here, you, 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 you fuck up, you cuss on air. I don't know, whatever you do, whatever you, you make a mistake or you do something that you really believe. Right. Mm-hmm. And you get in trouble for it. Mm-hmm. 
the be- for you, are you just going to ignore the problem, not ignore it and not even address the shit? You knowing you the way I know you, you're going to make a joke about the shit. Like, hey, look, they on my head. But, you know, hey, that's just what it is. I'll just say some real shit. Mm-hmm. That's no different than her putting that out there or anybody. A lot of times other people put it out there. You're right. Sometimes they force you to make an apology. I don't agree with that. If you're saying I'm sorry for what I said and, you know, I don't. Those are not my thoughts or concerns. Or I now, uh, upon reflection, I don't like that shit. But if you're addressing the situation and and really putting out the reason why, not even necessarily the reason why you said it, but just putting it out there, I think it kind of like for some people it puts them at ease. Like, okay, well, at least she. she well, see, the thing. My problem comes with the with the apology. Mm-hmm. It's not with the explanation. Explain yourself. If somebody is misunderstanding what you meant. Like, people always misunderstand me. Mm-hmm. So I'm constantly explaining myself. If somebody's misunderstanding something, explain it to them. But what I don't like or what I don't believe in is me just apologizing or recanting or saying something, like issuing a statement, mm-hmm. just for the sake of comforting you how you feel about it. What I said is what I meant. Right. That's why I said it. Mm-hmm. Now, however you took it or made you feel, that's a completely separate issue. I can explain to you what I meant versus how you feel. You still may have a problem with, with what you explain. Exactly. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Like them fake ass, like that shit is whack to me. I don't like that shit. I just don't. I don't, I don't like it. Fake, fake apologies. Fake apologies. And, and like addressing things with the, with the coddling spirit. If I say, if I say I don't like black people, and then later on, be like, well, what I'm, um, I apologize for how how you felt about me not liking black people. The fact remains, I still don't like black people. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So it doesn't matter how you felt because this is still a fact. Right. I don't like black people. I don't like black people is the fact. Yeah. So however you felt, but would you feel better now? That's why I, this is going to the whole other shit. But I don't like apologies in the first place because apologizing to somebody is just is just literally it's stupid to me. I, and I'm just saying that because I was taught manners and all right, that, right, right. but a lot of shit. That we, you mean okay? Explain that. You mean across the board? Across the board. So you do some shit that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know you fucked up. Yeah. You don't. You don't think that you should apologize. I knew it was fucked up when I did it. But so, that's what I'm saying. You may know that, but not a lot of people do that. They they might react in a certain way, and in hindsight, look back like, damn, you know what? I was feeling a certain way. That's why I did this. But I get it now. Like, that was kind of fucked up. I shouldn't have treated this person the wrong way. That way. I was feeling fucked up that morning. I didn't have breakfast or somebody had fucked me up. I was sick. Whatever. Then that's explaining yourself. That's not. I don't. I don't. Feel- that, to me, that's a part of an apology. What? Explaining yourself? Yeah. That's an explanation. That's not an, an ap- apology. Well, look up the definition of apology. Apology. Because I feel like that's what an apology should be. Got you. But that's not that's not society. That's not the way society views apologies. Apology is something that you're 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 feeling remorse for. Okay. I don't feel remorseful for what I said. Look, the definition of apology via Google, a regretful acknowledgement of an offense or failure. Okay. I don't regret what I said, though. I don't like now. I may not. I may not like how it made you feel, Mm -hmm. but I don't regret what I said. You know, I'm sure there's been times where you've regretted something. Yes, and then I would say, that, and that's when the apology is authentic. Okay, so you don't you you don't agree with empty apologies? No, that's just that's whack. Because I, if, I, I agree with that. Like, like for instance, no, I, I thought you an, said I don't I don't agree with apologizing. Just in like, no, I don't agree with apologizing if I'm not sorry. If you're not sorry, okay. If you don't regret, if you don't actually mean it, if I don't regret what I did, you, why the fuck would I apologize? Right, right, right. right. And that's where we at in a society where everybody's apologizing for everything, mm-hmm. but you don't regret what you did. Right. So at that point, 
the apology loses merit. It's just like it's just like the U.S. dollar. If there's no gold to back this shit up, it's just paper at, at, right. at this point. Which is where it's at right now. And that's why I don't give a fuck about apologies. Yeah. I just that it don't make sense. So it's more like, oh, my bad. Now, when I say my bad, I'm acknowledging I'm acknowledging fault. I'm acknowledging I take responsibility for what happened. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm not. But I'm not. A, I'm not regretful for right. what happened. Right. If I call somebody a fat fuck. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because we, 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 we doing some shit. Right. And I call somebody a fat fuck. Mm-hmm. And now they crying or whatever. Yeah. Do I regret what I said? Mm-hmm. Not really. Did I expect them to cry? No. Right. So what's the what, so what's the solution? Are you asking me? Yeah. Explaining yourself to the point where you, <laughs> I don't know. I think they a fat fuck. Right. So what, what is there left to explain? Ain't no explaining. You're so, so what I'm saying is when people do that fake shit where they be like, oh, I apologize for. So then, so then it comes into the technical technicalities of it. Mm-hmm. I apologize for not what I said, but how what I said made you feel. That's mm-hmm. not true either. Gotcha. That's empty as well because mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck how you felt. Right. I said it. Right. And I meant it. Yeah. So at that point, did I really care how you felt about it? And, and and that's actually worse if you if you give an empty apology. Like if you really don't feel remorse or regret for something and you just say, ah, well, I'm just doing that to make you feel better right now. Like there's that's no, it, And that's what I would say. Right. But people would call me an asshole. Right. It's like, hey, look, I'm apologizing to you right now so you feel better about yourself. But yeah. I, I don't. <laughs> but that's some transparent shit. That's, that's me being real. Right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine here. Am I crazy or like, I, I can see you issuing a statement like, "Hey, I'm just typing this shit up because literally that's what I would say, <laughs> straight up, 100 percent. The powers that be, 100 percent, that I need to type this in order to keep my job. 100 percent. This is all I'm doing. I, <laughs> I, Aaron Drake, DJ oh, Head, shit. am typing this because the people that pay me mm-hmm. are forcing me to do so. I don't regret what I said. But hey, my apologies. Okay, that's some bullshit. Let well, this is kind of taking a turn, but it's on the same thing, right? A lot of people are saying if she gets fired, they're gonna boycott ESPN. Okay, what do you think about the whole boycotting? I process? think boycotting is. is <laughs> you want to know what I think about apology shit? Boycotting. That's a whole boycott. Boycotting to me. Uh, <sighs> See, here's the thing. I have I have two sides to me, right? Two sides. One is the what you just seen, the real, just on the log- surface, right? logical, very, very tactical, very thought provoking person. Mm-hmm. I'm also human, mm-hmm. so what? A I'm human without feelings. I tend to have an internal battle, right? Uh-huh. So the internal battle inside of me. Wait, is, are you saying you have feelings? Are you? Te- are you? I do have feelings. Wow. I just don't, I, I don't see this is the problem with people when they, it, this is the problem with human beings. <laughs> they don't know how to control and or identify their feelings okay. correctly. Okay. So it'd be like, well, you made me feel bad. Mm-hmm. Why did I make you feel bad? Cause you called me a fat fuck. Mm-hmm. So me calling you a fat fuck made you feel bad or you feeling like what I said was true mm-hmm. made you feel bad. Mm-hmm. Which one is it? Mm-hmm. Because I can go to, I can go to, a Jay-Z and tell Jay-Z yeah. you an unsuccessful motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You a bum ass motherfucker. You think that's going to affect him? But do you do you honestly feel that? No, I'm saying what I'm saying to you is we provide words power. Okay. You assign the power to the words, not the other way around. Gotcha. And where we at as a society is the words are now defining us. And that's whack. 
Gotcha. Especially in hip hop, because hip hop has never been this sensitive. Mm -hmm. It's always been some of the shit that Eminem used to say, some of the shit that Biggie used to say, some of the shit that Pac used to say. Like, this is the most sensitive era ever in life. And that's why I'm thinking, like, this shit is whack because everybody is all, like, in their feelings. So if I say something, if I call you, if I call Drake, if I call Drake and I say, Drake, you a bum ass motherfucker. You don't make hit records. You weak as you a weak ass artist. Like this nigga, what the fuck? Like, like it, that doesn't even. That's right. not even real. That it don't even. That doesn't even apply. It's not applicable to right. him. Right. But if you feel like that, then it's gonna. It's gonna now the words have merit sting, because yeah. you felt like that. Yeah. So what? What's the cause of the problem? Is it what I said, mm-hmm. or is it the words that I said triggered how you actually felt about yourself? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that makes sense. Makes so sense. what I'm saying is I have feelings, but people but I'm able to identify the feelings and people are not people are not identifying their own feelings and how they feel correctly. And so, it, it all goes back back to the point where you were saying before, as a society, we're coddling it so much and you gotta deal with your failures, your adversities and all that shit. All that you shit. You don't deal with that earlier on, it's gonna build up to when somebody does say some shit, instead of articulating how you feel or except 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 letting it roll off your shoulder, you're going to take offense to it and it's going to be a bigger issue than it even had. It's going to, that that word's going to assign power when it didn't even necessarily have to. And that's my problem with, with society where, where it's at. Because like, the thing is like, if I, I've said some things to people and they be offended. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually asking myself, remember that time when I asked you what offends me? Mm -hmm. I was like, I really can't figure out what offends me. Right. Right. I don't know. Like I have no idea. And then I, ha- I asked Saz, he said that uh, stupid people being more successful than me offends me. And I was like, okay, I can see that. But kind of, but not really. It doesn't like, you don't wake up on a daily like, it doesn't really. I, yeah, I'm not offended by it. I think only when more, like people like moronic people are ascend rapidly or something, mm-hmm. that doesn't even offend me because, you know, God looks, God take care of babies and fools. I've just been taught that my whole life. So, wait, say it again. God look out for babies and fools. Everybody else got to work straight up. So, you know what I'm saying? You ever, you ever have a homie or homegirl that just luck up in everything yeah, like, in life? And you know what? I'm going to just do radio. Yeah. Or you how know what? I'm going to be an actress and just get roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it is what it is. But some people, like you and I, where we have been provided with the talent or tools or whatnot or the intellectual know-how or the willpower or the fortitude or the, or the, the wherewithal to be sacrificing mm-hmm. – you got to work. Yeah. Everybody else got to work. So if you're not, if you're not, you don't fall in that category where you need to be coddled and walk through life by, by the universe or God or Buddha, whoever you pay, pray to Allah, whatever you, then you got to work. What if the people, and this is back to the boycott shit. What if people are doing that? They understand like, okay, this is how you make a point. This is how you get attention. Cause there's people that say that, like you're, you're absolutely right. Like I don't think she was wrong or whatever, but I want to boycott just to show where our power is so that she can continue to speak as freely as she want down the line. Same thing with Kaepernick. Well, see, the thing is, that doesn't work. What do you mean? Unless you affect people's like boycotting will work. But that's what I'm saying. People just I think people just want something to fight for. Mm-hmm. And that's OK. But at the same time, I'm the guy that's going to measure 10 times cut once. Mm -hmm. So the key is not to boycott. The key is to find 
ways to hurt them financially. If you hurt any institution financially, they got to make a change. But what if they feel like boycotting does it? Boycotting will, but you have to know how it works. Okay. Education is key. Mm-hmm. Boycotting is an emotion. It's something that you just do. All right, we all not fucking with this one product. Mm-hmm. We all going to stop drinking Gatorade tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that does that does that help? I mean, so boycotting, right? If they if everybody if they should decide to organize a, a ESPN boycott. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hurt them unless you target the people who has the boxes in their house for the ratings. Mm. Because you're right. If that, ev- that's that that right there what you just said went over a lot of people said they don't even know what Okay, so so there are boxes that monitor certain people and they, and they account for a certain amount of people. So that's how we do the rating system. So when you say, like, when they say, oh, 10 million people watching American Idol, it's really, like, let's say, I don't know, maybe a thousand people with these boxes on their TVs that they, that they put various all over the country to measure. To measure and they, and those boxes count for a certain amount of people. Right. That's, how, that's the measuring system. That's how we do metrics. So what I'm saying is, instead of trying to boycott and, and trying to get 30 million people to boycott. I mean, instead of trying to get 3 million people to boycott something, find the thousand motherfuckers that got the these box. boxes okay. and turn them motherfuckers off. Got you. So you're not, you're not opposed to boycotting Just strategically. Do it. That's all I'm saying is education and doing it properly. Mm-hmm. Because if 30, if 3 million people stop watching ESPN, but the 3,000 motherfuckers that still got the box and still turn that shit on, it don't matter. Right. That's all I'm saying. That makes sense. It's just, it's just more strategy and education involved. And that's that's just my thing. All right, I, we can we can continue to go with this forever. And there's a lot of other points that we can make, obviously, with the old Ka- Kaepernick and NFL. But I, I want to say that for another time. Yeah. Um. Again, we're doing this giveaway. Mm-hmm. Shouts out to the homie Propaganda. Before we wrap up, his wife was born or is from a specific city in the country. Name it for us. We got these tickets to the Troubadour on the 19th of September. Um, shouts out to the homie propaganda. Dope ass interview we had with him. Also got to say shout out to Debbie Dev, man. Shout out to Debbie Debbie Dev. Brown, excuse me. Oh, shit. Debbie Brown. Let's See, you right. just walked me over a cliff. I did. Hey, you rolling, you rolling with me. Do you uh, apologize? Huh? Do you apologize? No, I don't regret, don't regret what I said. <laughs> it was a mistake. <laughs> shout out to Debbie, man. We posted a, uh, a clip from our old interview, man. Just dropping gems as she always does. Her book, uh, Crystal Bliss, is available for purchase, available for download, available for order, whatever. You, not download. They don't think she has the... Is it? Hey, don't ask me. Anyway, support the homegirl. He just fucked that ad Crystal up. Bliss. <laughs> Grab the book. It's on our site, homegrownradio.net. Make sure you check it out. It's on... All the outlets you can get books for. So, uh, and also, a quick shout out before we close. I want to shout out to Top Top Dog and K D. Great hot. Whoa, you fucking, you fucking everything up right now. Top Dog and Kendrick Lamar. Okay, K D. K D. Well, I was gonna say K D. But then I realized. I mean, yeah, be anyway. home. Sit down. So, shout out to Kendrick and um, Top Dog. They on the cover of Billboard. Wow. And um, I just posted I've on. Never seen him on the cover of anything. Top don't take pictures. So that's why I wanted to point this out. Okay. Top don't take. We got a minute left. Top don't take pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the big deal for him. It's a very big deal. So shout out to top dude, dog, top dog, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. And shout out to K. Kendrick, whatever you want to call him. Uh, Kung Fu Kenny. They on the cover of billboard. It's big for the coast. Yes, absolutely, man. We'll catch y'all next time. It's homegrown radio. Chuck Dizzle, DJ head at homegrown radio, everything and subscribe. When you get a chance, well, subscribe right now. Goddamn it. It's real. Uh, yeah. I was going to sit down. Oh, uh, you in the wrong mode. I ain't wrong. <laughs>